Welcome to Paranormal United States, episode 40. This week, Greg is taking us to South Carolina. Um, indeed, and we're going to take a little tour around the infamous grounds of captivity in the city of Charleston in South Carolina. And it's the old Charleston jail. Uh, it's a prison, so dark and gothic in appearance, you would swear you're looking at pages of a Batman comic. And like Gotham's prison... Um, the jail existed. It's housed some of the most crazed criminals imaginable, including somebody called Lavinia Fisher. Um, and she has been credited as the first female serial killer of the United States. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the old Charleston jail or the old jail, as it's simply known, if you go to Charleston, um, it was originally called Charlestown, actually. Charleston. Um one of the major players in South Carolina. Uh, it served as capacity of a prison from 1802 up until 1939. So it's actually quite a recent closing in mm. the grand scheme of things. Mm. The land the jail was built on was specifically set aside for matters of public concern. Not long after the city's founding, this four-acre lot was set aside, not just for prison, but for other public duties, including a poorhouse, a hospital, and a workhouse for slaves. Once the jail was completed, it stood at an amazing height of four stories and featured an octagonal tower, which you'll be able to see in the picture. A little over 50 amazing. years later, the jail would undergo a remodeling process in which it gained an additional wing. Uh, the expansion and new Romanesque revival style of the prison was designed by the Charleston architectural duo of Louis Bardot and John Sale. However, three decades later, the earthquake of 1886 damaged the prison so severely that many of the improvements made by the architects had to be removed. So it wouldn't be a jail without some notable inmates in the US. And it was also home to a great number of Charleston's most notable inmates. Uh, from the 19th century, pirates were held captive there, along with Civil War prisoners. So um, there's quite a wide-ranging kind of personnel. And it's interesting to note that it's interesting to note that local to the prison is a place called White Point Gardens. Um, there's a or a plaque right at the back of the, the gardens where there's very few football, where there's um, an engraving that says that 30 pirates were hung um, in the gardens. So wow. pirates is quite a, uh, a big theme in the local area. Um, and as I say, right up to the Civil War. Uh, all of its prisoners who have taken up residence in the old jail, there's perhaps none more famous than Lavinia Fisher. She's considered to be the country's first female serial killer. But in actuality, she is just the first to be recognised as a serial killer. So there mm. may have been others, um, yeah. but she's the only one who's sort of really been uh, crowned, shall we say. I'm, I'm pretty sure there'd be other people. Um, nice crown. Serial killers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what, what achievements have you got in life? Oh, first serial <laughs> killer in the US, female. Cool. Nice to meet you. So Lavinia Fisher. Little information is actually known about 
uh, Lavinia's backstory, but she's believed to have lived in America for most of her life. And like back in those times, there was a lot of pilgrims coming over from England and, and whatnot uh, and settling over in America. What is known for certain is that she went on to marry a man by the name of John Fisher. So Lavinia and John became notorious after their arrest and conviction. Though there is some debate about whether or not Lavinia was a killer or just an accessory to the murders that John committed. Uh, however, the most common belief today is that she was not only a killer, but a savage as well, which is never nice. Mm. It's not an attractive quality in a woman or a man, really. But. So Lavinia no. and her husband, John, were owners of the Charleston Inn, the six-mile Wayfarer house, a reference to the hotel's location as it was situated six miles north of the city of Charleston. So during their era of managing the house in the early part of the 19th century, reports of guests disappearing commonly made their way to the sheriff. But despite these complaints, no action against the couple was taken at first, as Lavinia and John were popular and highly regarded amongst most locals. It's always the quiet ones. It's always the, the ones you don't expect. But the Fisher status didn't stop the stories from coming out. Rumours of how Lavinia would invite travelling businessmen to the inn for a dinner and then would proceed to ask the individual questions regarding their job to ascertain how much money they had on their person. You can see where this is going. Yeah, for sure. After, after dinner, Lavinia would give the traveller a cup of tea, spiked with poison, naturally. And once the traveller had drank the tea and retired to their room for the night, Lavinia's husband, John, would then enter the traveller's room where he would stab the person in their weakened state, steal all their belongings and dispose of the body. So. Nice little uh, business to got going, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Certainly business was not dead for them. (laughs) Um, (laughs) However, they'll feed you first and give you tea before they... uh, before they kill you. So not, not all bad. Not all bad. Not all bad. Not all bad. And I imagine it was probably free as well. So in alternate, a more Sweeney Todd-esque tale, as Lavinia taking up a larger role in the murders. In this telling, Lavinia would give the travellers a cup of tea, made only to send the recipient into a deep sleep. And once the traveller had passed out on the bed for the night, Lavinia would pull a special lever that would cause the bed to collapse, dropping the traveller into a pit. Filled with spikes. What? <laughs> I think I'm going with the first one rather than the second. But I don't know. Yeah, that yeah. sounds a bit, a bit sort of silence of the lambs. Yeah, how do you than... build? So sensationalised rumours of the time have made it virtually impossible introducing what is a fact and what is fiction when it comes to the fishers and their activity at the Six Mile Wayfarer house. There are some eyewitness accounts. While her husband pleaded for forgiveness as his final moments approached, Lavinia used her last minute to mock the crowd that came to see her hang. Rumour has it she taunted them by saying, if you have a message you want to send to hell, give it to me and I'll carry it. After the rope had cracked, Lavinia was buried in the old jail cemetery. And to this very day, many claim that the ghost of Lavinia still haunts the old jail with sightings coming about from both local and tourists alike. 
So the prison is believed to be haunted not only by Lavinia, but by ghosts of inmates who have died during their incarceration. Lost souls lingering and lurking around every corner. Spirits of not only murderers and pirates, but of the wrongfully convicted, prisoners of war and slaves. So some of the occurrences that go on at the old jail today include your run-of-the-mill hauntings, objects that seemingly move on their own, disembodied voices and ghostly whispers emanating out of thin air and the ever happening slamming doors, which is pretty standard for like a bog standard haunting of a jail, bog standard yeah. haunting of a ho- uh, not hotel, hospital um, and asylums. They, they seem to follow the same theme. Yeah. <clears throat> there have been many strange happenings that have occurred over the years. One of the most, sorry, there have been many strange happenings that have occurred over the years at the old Charleston jail. One of the first modern day reported encounters took place when the prison was undergoing renovations in 2000. The prison had been sealed off for months to avoid lead paint contamination. Uh, through when the construction workers returned, they discovered in the dust were human footprints. Nobody was there. Mm. They were. T- during the renovation process, though, workers would continue to deal with similar oddities, but nothing quite like one night when they saw the ghost of a former prison guard with rifle in hand to patrol in the third floor of the jail. The guard seemingly began to charge at the workers before vanishing. Wow. Yeah. That's Some, scary. Yeah, you imagine that. You just think, what the hell are you doing? And then also comes at you <laughs> and then disappears. It's like some kind of Ghostbusters or something like that, I think. Some of the other more common ongoings with the old jail include the sounds of no longer operational dumb waiter, so going up and down between the floors, vanishing items. Perhaps the ghost of Lavinia has a taste for the finer things, even in the afterlife. And that is a little history of old Charleston Jail, South Carolina. <laughs>